Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Only One Mike Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Gerard. Good to be here. Good to be heard. So thank you for clicking on the Only One Mike Podcast. And I like to bring the stories that are being overshadowed by the larger stories in the news. So it might be some things that you kind of overlooked or, you know, haven't paid too much attention to. But nonetheless, that's why I'm here. Try to clarify. Ooh, that little slip of the tongue. Try to clarify some things for everybody. All right. Uh, like I said, thank you for clicking on the Only One Mike podcast. Thank you for coming back and listening once again. And uh, I just wanted to touch on you know, a few things, a few things here and there. For instance, I see that Jennifer Lopez has a new album out. And I think it's called In the Morning or Morning, something like that. Either way, J-Lo is butt naked on this album cover. And though as a man, I I will say, you know, for a person that's 51 years old, you know, she looks good. I'll give her that. I mean, but, you know, she's naked. And, um... My thought on that was, is that, do you really got to do that to sell a record? I mean, at, at 51 and being Jennifer Lopez, it's something about when artists hit a certain age or a certain stride. If It's like they, they feel the need to kind of get extra with it, you know, like just real extra. Like you have your you have your audience and that's good. You have your dev- your devoted fans to your music. They're going to put, if you sung the back of the cornbread box instructions, they would buy it. It's just some people that are just that dedicated to what you're doing. So my question is, is like this J-Lo being J-Lo, who has a stellar career, you know, um, huge fan base, darn near known all over the world actress, singer, dancer, all of these different titles that fall under your banner. Do you really need to wait till 51 years old to actually take off your clothes to sell a record? And we've seen the same thing with Mariah Carey, you know, the infamous 2002 Cribs interview. So you youngsters can actually go back and pull that up on YouTube. Mariah was like, half naked on a treadmill and some uh, stilettos. She's like in the bathtub. This is on MTV Cribs when Cribs was popping for you youngsters that don't know anything about MTV Cribs. Um, basically, it was a show that went to celebrities' houses. Some of them, you know, as we got older, we started to realize that a lot of those houses were rented, those that didn't have that type of money. Except for Redman, who kept it all the way 100. If you ever go back and you watch his um, episode of Cribs, you'll know what I'm talking about. And Mariah had one where she was in her crib and she was just doing some outlandish stuff. Like it was just really extra to just be showing me the stuff that's in your house. Like, you know, I don't 
you're in a bathtub with a towel or something or other. And I told you guys about the stilettos on the treadmill and, you know, it's just, it was just extra. But with J-Lo here, the only thing I, I say is that, you know, the J-Lo's, the Beyonce's, the Mariah's, we got to kind of start monitoring this stuff, man, because at the end of the day, you don't really have to do these things to sell a record. You know, Beyonce shouldn't have to show her butt cheeks. As a wife and a mother, very well established artist, actress, dancer, like so many humanitarian, whatever you want to put the under that particular title does not have to come with me seeing your butt cheeks. We get it. We get it. If you told me maybe 20, 30, 40 years ago, however you want to put it, that this is what I had to do or this is what I did or, you know, and I can at now 51 look back and say, well, you know, I did that when I was younger. But for the new generation, let's try not to do that. You know, um, we shouldn't have to it shouldn't have to go that route. I seen I think it was Megan Thee Stallion. Oh, that's my phone ringing. We're going to ignore that. Um, Megan Thee Stallion had actually. I think I forgot what magazine she was in. Y'all would know better than me because my memory sucks when it comes to this. But she was on a cover of a magazine. And um, I guess they were talking about like woman empowerment or something. But the pictures that I've seen of Megan, Megan was like hunched over the couch with a butt in the air and stuff like that. I'm like, how? I'm just thinking, like, how was that empowering? You know what I mean? Like, how was it? And I know I'll probably get a lot of flack for, for this particular topic, but empowerment is being like, I, I would just say, this is just my opinion. This is why, you know, it's the one mic podcast. You have your opinion, I have mine. But I would say that, you know, maybe that's something that it, you should look back and say, all right, well, for the next generation of females coming up. We don't have to really do this. Let's let's try not to do this, to show the empowerment, to show the power that we have or, you know, the influence that we can have. Let's try to, you know, keep our butts out there. Let's try to keep our clothes on. There's enough of that that's out there. There's enough of that. There, there, there's a whole market for people that does that. But I think when you hit a certain stride in your career, that maybe, just maybe, there's something that you want to kind of like go away from because, you know, as I was telling somebody before, you know, in regards to a subject like this, you know, Taylor Swift, who was probably, you know, very known, one of the highest, you know, biggest, biggest artists, I could say not highest, but biggest artist, artist in probably the world right now. And I know I've I've seen like I guess they have like different stage shows where Taylor was probably dressed a little scampy or whatever like that. But at the end of the day, like you will probably never see Taylor Swift butt naked on an album cover. You know, she's gonna protect her brand, she has, you know, her fan base. You're not gonna see that. You know, to my recollection, Whitney Houston, when she was alive. You didn't see Whitney Houston doing anything like that. I don't recall ever seeing Whitney doing anything like that. And at the time, Whitney Houston, you know, from the 80s, well up into her passing, was a big artist, was the voice, was, you know, that one that, till this day, classic timeless hits. 
So it's just, I'm throwing this out there to the female population. How do you feel about it? You know, because I've seen like mixed reviews about this whole J-Lo situation. Like one person, I believe, put out on Twitter, like, why would you, you, do you really have to get naked to sell a record? Then you have a lot of people who say, well, you know, this, 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 why should she be ashamed of her body? And, you know, she works hard at it and, you know, she should be able to show it off. That's, that's what it is. That's what it is. But the thing is, is that in the same breath, you can't ask people to respect you and to respect your body and to respect your worth. You know, if you, if the only way to show that I'm an excellent artist or I have new music is to take my clothes off. It's something that you got to kind of really weigh in the balance. It's, it, You know, you don't need to do that. Your talent should speak for itself is what a lot of people are getting at. And, you know, I'm pretty sure this is a discussion that's going to be had across the board. But it's just something to consider. Uh, not to spend too much time on that topic, because that was just like a random thing that popped up. It wasn't actually what I had set out to do. but. I wanted to bring this up. It's a, some of you may have heard the story before. Some of them you may haven't. And that's what I try to do is bring the stories that might have slipped through the cracks with everything else going on. But uh, ex-barista from New Jersey is suing Starbucks. She claimed that she was fired for not wearing a pride shirt. I guess, you know, the, the gay pride shirt. Um, so it, it, it goes like this. This is a, I believe this is coming out the Daily News. A former Starbucks barista from Newark is suing the coffee chain, alleging she was wrongfully fired for refusing to wear a pride shirt because of her religious beliefs. Her name is Betsy Fries, and she filed a lawsuit in the U.S. District Attorney for the District of New Jersey in Newark last week. In the suit, Ms. Fries claims that she was assured by her managers at a Glen Ridge location last June that she didn't have to wear a pride shirt at work only to be sent a notice of separation two months after for acting in violation of Starbucks core values. The notice of separation states that when Ms. Fries was given a pride shirt, she said to her co-workers, y'all need Jesus, according to NBC News. Fries said her religious belief, including that marriage is defined in the Bible, as between one man and one woman only were well known at were well known at work, that her beliefs were well known at work. According to the suit, Fries held no enmity towards individuals who ascribed to be the LBG who ascribed to excuse me, who ascribed to the LBGTQ lifestyle and or make up the LBGTQ community. But she believes that being made to wear a pride T-shirt as a condition of employment would be tantamount to forced speech and inaccurately show her advocacy of a lifestyle in direct contradiction contradiction to her religious beliefs. Fries is seeking back pay, punitive damage, and compensation for emotional pain and suffering. She is also seeking a permanent injunction to prevent Starbucks from failing to accommodate the sincerely held religious belief of its employees. A Starbucks spokesperson told NBC News that Freeze claims were without merit. Now, 
They also said that Starbucks does not discriminate on the basis of gender, race, religion, or sexual orientation. Pretty much what they tell you when they when you're filling out the application. The spokesperson told the outlet, adding that other than a Starbucks green apron, no part of our dress code requires partners to wear any approved item that they have not personally selected. Now. Hmm. Hmm. All right, let's dig into this. Do you think that the basis, you know, because given of everything that I just read, and I would encourage you to go back and look up the article yourself. Is the LBGTQ kind of in bully mode right now? I mean... Because what happens is if that if everything she's saying is true about wearing the pride shirt and you know are we going there in the sense that if you're not riding with this thing, you're not riding that wave, you're not a part of you know support of that lifestyle. Are you now going to be subject to termination, discrimination of your own because of your beliefs? You know, um, is this going to affect your livelihood now? Because I don't believe in your deeds. I'm not in support of your deeds. Does this now prohibit me from eating? Or feeding my family or paying my bills. You know, we have to look at things like this when it's brought to the forefront because of the age that we're going in. Because everybody, again, is not, you know, is everybody right now is in a highly sensitive mode. And also in a kind of a tribalistic thought that if, you know, for instance, I'll just throw it out there. If you don't support again and I say the deeds we're not talking about individuals but the deeds of the LBGTQ community that you know you have no love or you don't you know you you have hatred in your heart and it's not that because if you actually read that article if you actually listen to what I was saying if you go back and read it and listen to what I just said she you know it's not saying that she she don't believe that they you know, have a right to work and all that. She doesn't believe that, you know, two men or two women should be married. She doesn't believe that. She doesn't believe in it. And, you know, if they knew this going in, they should have never introduced her to trying to wear this shirt. But that's what I look at it as. Do you think that this is kind of a bully mode? Because you're seeing it not just for Starbucks in this particular story, but you're kind of seeing it a lot of different places now, you know, a lot of different situations. It's like if you don't support this, you know, um, then you support hate. And I always liken it to this, folks. You can have relatives, and I'm pretty sure we all have. I know I can speak for myself. Relatives who were on drugs, 
They might smoke crack. They might do coke. They might be alcoholics. I hate your deeds, but I love the individual. I love my uncle. I love my aunt. I just don't like the fact that you do this, this and that. So that doesn't necessarily mean that you hate them. I just don't like the deed. So she's not in support of the deed. Therefore, it would be no reason for her to wear a pride shirt. Not for any company. You don't never compromise your religious beliefs, your integrity for nothing, nothing. Just because she works there, it's not for her to wear a pride shirt. And she's saying, like, listen, that's not my thing. I'm not doing it then that shouldn't even be the basis of your termination. That shouldn't even come up. That shouldn't even come up. So I encourage you, please look into these stories like this. It's just, it's bad that it has to come to that. But I'm asking you as individuals, I mean, you can catch me out there on Twitter, Facebook, um, you know, just respond. Let me know. What do you think? Do you think that, you know, this lawsuit is fully justifiable? As you know, I think it, I believe it is. I'm going to put it out there. I think it's justifiable that, you know, nobody should be discriminated upon for their religious beliefs. And you can't ostracize this person just because they don't believe it. They don't, they don't support it. She has her right just like they have theirs. So, again, I encourage you to go back and look at this story. Ex-barista from New Jersey sues Starbucks and claims she was fired for not wearing a pride shirt. I would really love to dig deeper into this topic. Um, But I encourage you again, go look at it. And I'm not going to hold you too much on this one. So with that being said, I appreciate your time. So I won't take too much of it and I will let you go. But what I encourage you to do, please, is check me out on the Only One Mike podcast. I know with the holidays and all, I've been um, I haven't put anything out, Um, just putting some stuff out today. But you can check me out on Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And you can also find me on Instagram and Facebook under Carl Gerard and on Twitter at the only one Mike, that's M-I-C-P-1. Please, on, especially on this particular topic, I want to hear your thoughts. So remember, I'm, at, I'm on Twitter at the only one Mike, that's M-I-C-P-1. Drop your comments. You know, actually, I think I changed my thing to the only one Mike on Facebook and Instagram, too. But if you type it up, you can actually see my uh, logo, which is the uh, silver microphone. And just drop your comments on this particular story. You know, I want to, I want, on, on any of them, actually, the J-Lo story, if you feel strongly about that one, that a 51-year-old superstar should be butt naked on the album cover, then let me know what you feel about that. I just think that's a little off-key myself because she's at the status where she doesn't have to do that, and neither should any other artist if they're actually talented artists and don't have to get naked to sell the record. 
And I also would like to know about this story about the barista suing Starbucks for trying to force her to wear a pride shirt when clearly she stated that her religious beliefs are against it. So, in closing, I'd like to say to speak your truth quietly and clearly and listen to others, even the dull and the ignorant, because they too have their story to tell. This is Carl Gerard with the Only One Mike podcast, signing off. Peace.